0: Yo, is this thing on? Man, whatever. Walk with me. Welcome back to Walk with TFB. Tim Bryson here, and as y'all know, I'm a Black millennial who is eager to have unfiltered conversation with authentic people centered on education, sport, and culture. Today, we are walking with an educator, a coach, and a serial entrepreneur. A Georgia native, she moved to Boone, North Carolina, of all places, where she earned her bachelor's in kinesiology and exercise science from Appalachian State University. While at App State, State, she competed on the women's basketball team and gained meaningful work experience in several different organizations. While working in college athletics, she went on to earn her master's degree in sport administration from Arkansas State University. During the pandemic, our guest turned her quarantine dream into reality and founded her own Black-owned business, Sculpt Me Body Works. Sculpt Me Body Works is home to small-batch handcrafted skincare products that are natural, organic, safe, and free of parabens, mineral oils, and other harsh chemicals. Her entrepreneurial spirit carried into 2021 when she co-founded ThickFit. ThickFit is an athleisure brand created to inspire women to celebrate their body and look cute while doing it. She calls herself an introvert, but her energy is contagious and her purpose is lighting up the world. So without further ado, y'all help me welcome Mia Marshall. What's popping, Mia?
1: <laughs> Nothing much, Tim, thank you. Um, I appreciate the opportunity to share your platform with you today, because there's been some awesome, awesome people on here. So I'm just thankful for that opportunity.
0: Oh, it's no problem, we gotta have fun. We gotta have fun again. Thank you for even agreeing to be on uh, the show, the, the platform, the community. But I gotta first start by asking because I've been uh, fucking up and haven't asked the last three people. But how you been taking care of yourself right now?
1: I'm good. Um, You know, I I, you know, you watch I am athlete, so it you know, like as far as like a mental health check in, I'm solid. I'm too busy. Um, I need to scale back a little bit. Um, I'm going every single day, but other than that, I'm good. I'm solid.
0: (laughs) I appreciate it. Appreciate the honesty, yo. Appreciate the honesty. Well, like I said before the show started, you were always on the guest list, right? Like, I always had people in mind for each season, given that I'm always looking ahead. Uh, and I'm like, yo, Black-owned businesses, yeah, Mia Mia Marshall is it. And if it wasn't before you started your business or as you were starting your business, it was after I got that damn peppermint eucalyptus. <laughs> in candle that shit it got me through first semester my fall semester so um, yeah.
1: gotta say thank you that one sold out so fast
0: <laughs> no, that shit is so good hard. that shit is good well you know how the podcast works yo uh so first segment what's your story talk to us
1: Whew. uh it's a roller coaster <laughs> um long story short grew up an athlete always been playing sports since i was like three for those of you who don't know, I'm big as hell, I'm 6'1". So, you know, uh, it was always, it was pretty inherent in me to get in sports like really early, um, got to college. I was definitely your athletic student. I was not a student athlete. <laughs> um, I wasn't really into like taking my grades too serious. I thought I was gonna go overseas and play basketball. I wasn't worried about grad school. I wasn't worried about any of that. Um, first game of my senior year, I tore my ACL. Um, ended up not recovering well from that and it was really in that year I discovered who I was outside of basketball Um, got involved with SAC got involved with um, our intercollegiate like athletic committee which is like two student-athletes out of the whole um, university Um, they met with like all the deans and like groups and stuff on campus did that Um, started shadowing Brittany Whiteside shout out Brittany Um, she's at UVA now she's awesome. Um, and just kind of discovered a little bit more about who I am with through that and, uh, taking like sports leadership and sports psych figured out up until then I was getting my ex- degree in exercise science. I thought I was going to be a strength coach. And then I was like, Oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> like you gotta be a little bit too, like I'm crazy, but you gotta yeah. be like a too crazy to be a strength coach. And I don't think I have that type of craziness. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Kind of like did that change, got the change after I tore my ACL and kind of wanted to go in student athlete development. Mm-hmm. Um, couldn't get in, um, you know, it's hard. It's, it's it's a small, it's a small world. And it's not, not every school has it, it's growing now. Um, first year out of school subbed. Second year got a um, internship at the University of Miami. Third year out intern at University of Maryland. Um, and then fourth year pandemic hit. So as soon as I get finally all the experience I need to get a full-time job, COVID hit. You know, wasn't able to get a job. Pivoted into kind of what I was doing at the collegiate level, but still just going to the high school level. I needed some stability. I was about to be 26. I need some insurance. (laughs) Couldn't couldn't be an intern anymore. Um, So, yeah, so got into teaching. Um, And it allows me to do what I really enjoy, which is give back. Um, I'm still coaching. And then just kind of started my own business, too, because as much as I love working, my nine to five, I don't want to do that for the rest of my life. Um, I believe in the FIRE method. <laughs> Financial independence, retire early. So um, I, I'm just trying to build my portfolio now um, and just kind of dabble in everything that I didn't have a chance to when I was a student athlete, which is when I wish I would have kind of dabbled in everything. But I'm learning now. Like I figured out who I am um, and just, just doing a little bit of everything. I'm all over the place, honestly, <laughs> just dabbling.
0: So, yeah, that's, that's long story short. <laughs> no, I appreciate you sharing uh, that with us today. But I think even hearing the abbreviated version of the story that you told today, there's really two um, key transitions, right? Working backwards is, of course, the ACL injury. And I was reading, like, it was, like, several of y'all toward the ACL, which I'm not going to get on the strength and conditioning staff or athletic training staff at App State. <laughs> it's not why I'm here <laughs> as a former athletic trainer. But I want to take us back to, I guess, it would be, uh, what, 2012, 2013, I guess. When you made the decision to attend, at and again, I've actually been to Boone. I don't know why I chose to go, but it was an experience nonetheless. But like, why did you go again, especially as somebody Black, right? Yeah. Why Boone, North Carolina?
1: Okay, so, um, <laughs> so like, <laughs> like, like when I stepped on campus, you know, like you've been recruited, you were a student athlete, so you know, like it's just some places that you go when you're getting recruited that felt like home like you know it's like even though it was different from what i'm used to because i live in the suburbs i'm 35 minutes like 30 minutes outside of atlanta that's where i'm from so Mm -hmm. i lived in the suburbs um grew up around a lot of white people but um it was still like it was still intertwined like it was mixed like i still we still had some of us you go to boone it there's nobody it's me and my girls on the basketball team and uh, like half the basketball team a men's basketball team and the football team that's it it's nobody on campus they launching all these diversity initiatives and shit like oh we want to get people of color it's three percent people of color up there okay i'm the only person in my class unless it's me and my teammate every time um but still for some reason when i went there it felt like home and i just yeah. knew that that's where i needed to be um also i'm a competitor um when i was in high school we went to state every year three out of the four years i was in high school we didn't lose but one game that was in the state playoffs um my hmm. three three out of my four seasons. Um, I knew going into app, I was gonna have a chance to play as a freshman and I was gonna have a chance to compete for what I thought was gonna be the SoCon championship. We ended up transferring to the Sun Belt, we struggled, but um, they're doing well now. But I knew I was gonna have a chance to compete and do that. Um, I was used to winning and that's what I wanted to do. So um, ended up going, ended up starting just like I assumed I would my freshman year. Um, And just, I just, when I stepped on campus, it felt like home. And it took a lot of getting used to. It's very, very different, <laughs> as you've seen. Um, but, you know, it was a good decision. And it made me grow up, get outside my box.
0: No, I respect that. No, I respect that. And I'm glad you had a great experience in Boone, North Carolina. <laughs> I did go to a couple of breweries when I visited yeah. a year and a half ago. Now, there's a lot of breweries down there. Yeah. Um, I, don't feel- I don't even get to enjoy it. But, yeah. True, 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 true. It's funny you say that, though, feeling like home, because I remember it distinctly. Um, and one day I give my mom in this podcast too, but she dropped me up at Coastal where I started college. And I guess when her mom, grandma went to the, uh, I think it was Walmart some shit, she told my grandma to, on moving day that I would not graduate from Coastal.
1: Really? Never told me.
0: <laughs> and so uh, it was probably December. I was like, Yo, mom, I want to transfer. <laughs> <laughs> we had a conversation and she ended up telling me eventually like yeah i know you weren't gonna graduate from there it wasn't
1: yeah
0: it wasn't in my plan it wasn't in the dream i had for you third yeah, whatever 20 know, years ago they be knowing
1: man. be knowing black mamas be knowing, <laughs>
0: yes. black, must be knowing. Let, yes. let's let's be, yes <laughs> let, let's make that distinction <laughs> for real <laughs> for real for real but even while at boom right and i think i want to center this um your experience at boom because i think a lot of what you uh, went through experience especially as a college athlete has inspired at least um Encourage you to, you know, pursue a lot of the opportunities you have right now, right? Whether it's because you waited too long or didn't didn't do it when you wanted to do it. But your experience at Boone, at least when I was listening to one of the um, interviews you did during what the end of athletic year reception, you like the- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned like I didn't win a lot, I didn't win a lot, no, but, but there was still lessons you took, from- <laughs> but there were still lessons you took from that experience. And so, yeah. what did you learn about yourself uh, over those four years at uh, at State?
1: um you know I had to put my big girl pants on real early at app um I always thought and consider myself a leader still consider myself a leader to this day but being a freshman and being one of the only freshmen that started because we had a big class we came in with five of us um which is a lot for girls basketball women's basketball Mm -hmm. um and being looked to as a leader and to make a decision and make decisions for the team and corral the team and be an encourager like early on like as a freshman and um it just really proved to me that like I was meant to be here um my biggest the biggest thing holding me back my entire life was my mental Um, I have all the physical attributes and everything that I needed to play at a higher level than um Appalachian State and be more successful than what I was there but I was very, very in my own head, like that, even to this day, like it's still very, I'm still a very mental person. Um, So just, but when I was having to overcome those obstacles, because um, a lot of people don't know, we had mentally, physically, verbally, emotionally abusive coaches my freshman year, we had to file a lawsuit and get rid of them. Um, so then we had another coach come in after that. she's awesome angel, and then we made a transition to the sun belt and we were terrible so you know it was just like I had to keep I had to keep overcoming like things you know, and it just kind of proved to me that like I'm so much stronger than I ever imagined that I was like you know, and that I had to go from being at the top, being the champion, being you know losing one game a year to losing. 20 games a year <laughs> you know and that's um but still keep going and st- still keep on being that encourager and um that team leader so it just it just proved to me like I got that fight I got that will like I'm so strong um I'm so determined I have I'm so passionate about the things that I love so that's really just kind of what it showed me I can do anything after I survived on that damn mountain I was like oh I can do anything y'all can throw anything at me <laughs> like so yeah
0: no you said that even what four years ago now um but you're fighting in, your, in your will right has gotten you to this place where you now started and co-founded two different businesses yeah. you know, so transitioning as a segment to i want to first start by asking you what does it mean to buy black
1: oh buy black man it's so important to me um and just having my own business and people always want to complain like oh like Uh, well, you know, it took me longer to get this and why is this so expensive? And I'm like, dude, do you know that I'm printing these t-shirts in my house? in my garage, and then I got to go to USPS and drop everything off before I go to my full-time job, like, you know, to get this done, Um, so just buying black means support, and it's not even just support in the fact of oh, I got to keep on buying from you, whether it could be sharing my posts, it could be liking something, it could be you know, just reposting stuff, like it could just even be, hey, let me give a shout out, let me give a spotlight to some black entrepreneurs on my timeline, like, I see y'all, y'all doing the damn thing, like, I may not be able to support you this month but I will support you in, in well financially this month but I will support you in the ways that I know how so when people bad mouth like when we bad mouth within our own community it does nothing but make us look worse like you're not making like you're making my business look worse and you're making us as a community look bad as well because it's just like why do that like why we got to be the quote-unquote crabs in the barrel like you know you know I'm out here trying to to better myself and I, I'm doing the best that I can and you want to do nothing but have negative things to say. Um, so buying black is extremely important to me. And I try to do it throughout the year. But like even Cam Newton, when he when he was an I'm athlete, he was like, he's buying black the entire year. Like he's not trying to buy like no designer. <laughs> like, you know, he's trying to buy black. And I'm like, this man make $30 million a year, you know? And so it's like, if he can do it, we all can do it. So I just buying black is important because we have the strongest dollar. Like we support so many fields, like the hair care industry, we set the trends, we do everything. So it's like, if we can support our own community, like we support these uh, major fashion label designers and and all that stuff, like we'll be able to uplift our own people. And I'm not saying that um, financial freedom within our own community is gonna solve all, all the problems, but it will solve, you know, some. So yeah, that's what buying black really means to me. <laughs>
0: And I like that a lot. Especially the uplift in the community and understanding that, you know, supporting black businesses and buying black is not always, you know, putting your credit card number um online like I I don't understand that. And I if I had to switch my research interest, I would like literally ask the question of like what makes someone uh inclined to share something on their story or retweet something on Twitter, right? Yeah. Because I'm like, i retweet everything. I'm like, fuck it, retweet, 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 yeah. like <laughs> someone gonna see this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like someone's gonna someone that need to see it or want to see it is gonna see this shit. Yeah. But I feel like too often it's like, what is like stuff? What is double tap, but like not put on your I'm confused. Like, what's what's the what, yeah. what were you saying?
1: Like, I I had to like even um my my cousin, she's my business partner. I had to tell her about that all the time. I'm like, look, you gotta retweet, like, like it. You know, the algorithms have changed so much too, they keep yeah. it all of us that have our, you know, our online businesses. I'm like, you got to save it. You got to retweet it. You got to like it. You got to post it. You know, you got to share it. You got to do everything just so two people can see it because all the algorithms are so, are so screwed and skewed now. But, um, you know, it's, it's hard. But the one thing that I will say is that you don't have to hate on somebody else or you don't have to be scared to promote somebody else's business because you're scared that your business won't shine i promote so many other brands and skincare lines i don't care if i post mine and you post your skincare line underneath it i'm still going to retweet it because there's enough money out there for all of us to be successful there's enough shine you shining is not going to dim my light either like you know it's there's enough out there to go around like we don't always have to be in competition with each other i want to do well but i want to see you do well too you know <laughs>
0: good that's good mia i brought you on not just to talk about what it means to buy black but to really talk about these two businesses that you founded and then co-founded uh so let's start with just sculpt me body works again you know i did my research it's a quarantine dream turn reality yeah talk to us
1: okay <laughs> so shout out to my mom my mom is a serial serial entrepreneur you talk about a go-getter that woman, Woo. Okay, so basically this started because um, I have a skin condition called keratosis polaris, which is eczema in an extreme form, basically. Um, and my mom at the beginning of I've been trying doing stuff my entire life just trying to get my eczema under control trying to control it trying to get um, hyperpigmentation that's a really really big thing in the black community is hyperpigmentation so trying to get that under control um, which you do that by exfoliation and and using some chemicals that people didn't know Um, but um, so you know trying to do that so my mom you know when everybody was buying up the hand sanitizer and the the toilet paper at the beginning of the year my mom was like I'm about to start making hand sanitizer. Girl, you can't find this nowhere. So she got. So, but she already had her own business. So she had a wholesale license. So she was going up there and getting the aloe and getting the alcohol and we was selling hand sanitizer. And but I was already like doing all these things, messing with all these scrubs and stuff, trying to get my skin correct and right and you know and I've always gotten compliments on my skin but you know what you see in the mirror is not what other people see so I'm like to yeah. me I'm like oh my god like I'm patchy and everybody's like your skin's so beautiful so then my mom's just like started talking we started talking and she was just like why don't you start your own line like you know like why don't you kind of take this take this the hand sanitizer and expand on it and run with it um and I was just like I don't know, mom, like, I don't know, I don't know if I really want to do that, what works for me that might not work for everybody else, and she like, girl, like, just go, just do it, so we worked on the formulas, like, all summer, um, got all of our things together, got the website, shout out to my mom for the website, we get so many compliments on that, um, that was all her doing, um, I'll just take the pictures, <laughs> but she is like a computer whiz um, for the, for the website and stuff, and really, we just, we worked on everything, I did so much research on just, like, I'm the research queen like you said i'm a google i'm googling everything so just so much research on what worked and what didn't work and what people like and what they don't like and just the best brands that that sell and stuff so it ended up coming up with you know sculpt me body works and um yeah it just kind of it just kind of blossomed from there and we just started off with body scrubs and body butters and we just kept on expanding and expanding and now we're in like soaps and you know candles and everything like if I was upstairs and I could show y'all our dining room, it looks like <laughs> freaking bath and body works in there. we wow, <laughs> like are um, just be in here just whipping shit up like all the time, like smell this. Like, oh, that smells terrible. <laughs> you know, <laughs> or do, do this. So um, it's it's fun it's been an adventure it's uh but yeah just just really taking something that I was kind of into and just expanding on that and I encourage a lot of people to do that like you can always make money from your hobbies and your passions if you just know how to apply it correctly
0: that's fair so let me let me ask you two questions one when did it actually launch I was trying to figure that out yeah September <laughs> September oh, last year. yeah oh dope and then why why the name sculpt me body works
1: um so my mom uh she started um she had a cryotherapy center called sub zero three cryotherapy, which she also did some body sculpting in there so her um her body sculpting was called sculpt me um scope me cryotherapy basically so we took um You know, LLC Twitter. We took that LLC and we took um, and we just expanded on it so we wouldn't have to get multiple LLCs because, you know, as you know, it's a process. So and a lot of people don't know that you can get one LLC and just branch out from underneath that and do everything with it. You don't have to keep new ones and starting over and over again. So um, that's what we did. So we started off and so we took Sculpt Me and we changed it into Sculpt Me Body Works because, I mean, every woman. Not every woman, but a lot of women, you know, they're very into like their skin and their appearance and stuff. And we just want you to feel like with our products that you can mold yourself into feeling that like that beautiful woman, you know. So just Me Body Works came about.
0: Shout out to moms for sure. Yeah. And, I, and I'm glad you brought that up because before we got on the show, I was like, I remember Mia saying her mom had a business. Maybe that yeah. inspired something that had to do. So I'm glad you brought that up for sure. Yeah. But as you were, as you were, you know, in the lab, you know, on your amigo shit, I guess, last summer. <laughs> Like, what were you thinking in regards to like, you know, beginning to launch Sculpt Me Body Works, but then also the response or like there that you would get after after it posted?
1: You know, the hardest thing you have, and as you probably know, too, you have so much success in like that first initial launch from family and friends. And then the hardest thing as a business owner is like getting through that hump and being like, damn, I didn't sell, but two um you know two scrubs this week that's twenty dollars you know my overhead is four hundred dollars for the week and I made twenty dollars like you know so it's like um so the response and just figuring out how to market bro marketing is like the biggest thing especially when it comes to online business like and you think that you're being annoying by promoting yourself all the time you're just like oh like my friends don't want to see this nobody's reposting it no dude post you got to post. They said, like, the most successful businesses post, like, four times a day. Like, mm-hmm. because you don't, like, three of those posts, nobody's going to pay attention to. But that one, that mm-hmm. one post is going to garner all the attention. Everybody's going to be like, oh, this is so cute. I love this. And, and that's the one that's going to hit. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to take you, like, those four posts to get to that. So it's just kind of just like navigating my mom and my dad, they've been, this is, they've had so many businesses like and stuff in the past. So this is really my time to figure out how to navigate it so that um, I live with my parents right now, not ashamed to say that, um, so that when I get out of the house, I'll be able to, you know, figure out how to, I'll be able to run this on my own, but just the response to it was great in those first two weeks, but just like really getting over that hump and then, um, and figuring out what was the best way to market. We actually took our stuff to Etsy Mm. And when I tell you,
0: yeah, smart. Listen to this, smart.
1: If anybody got business out there, take it to Etsy because yeah. Etsy is popping. We yeah. have <laughs> we have more sales on our Etsy page than we do on our website. Yeah. And like it's it, we don't do any marketing on Etsy, but I mean we've got at least thirty thirty boxes a week just just from Etsy. Like, damn.
0: Yeah. Damn. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Damn, you mentioned he said soaps. I started with the scrubs. Yeah, I All mentioned right. the candle earlier, but soap, scrubs, candles. What else I got going on right now?
1: Yeah, we have um, we have like body swimming creams. We have eczema cream. We have like this thing called the rump shaker, which is like cellulite, <laughs> like you know for those dark patches, you know. Um, and we have um, ooh, eczema cream. That, that that that's the good one right there. Mm-hmm. Um, what what else do we have? We got so we've expanded so much. Um we have a brown sugar, honey and turmeric face rub. I swear by that, I go by that, I use that multiple times weekly um we have a men's self-care box we're actually working on our men's line right now um Mm -hmm. because men like skincare too and people and that is another niche that people are missing out on like a lot of people just market all their stuff straight towards women our men's box is like if not our best seller on etsy then our number two Mm -hmm. um and so many people just buy it as, as a gift you know it has the beard oil it has um men's it has face scrub it has um face lotion, body lotion, and uh, soap in there. And it's just like, you know, it just, you just gotta figure out what works. And you can't be discouraged when you're starting business because something didn't hit as well as you thought it did. Like in the fall, I was like, I'm gonna make these fall body scrubs and they're gonna be a freaking hit. I think I sold three. (laughs) (laughs) I think I sold three and I made like 60. oh my god <laughs> like, dude like i think we have one customer and she's the only one that keeps on buying it over and over again um, but other than that like no i'm just like bro like i spend so much time on this recipes. <laughs> not order it like literally like we have four pumpkin spice candles it is may <laughs> like nobody bought those freaking candles i was like oh my god i thought this was gonna be a hit <laughs> so yeah you just you can't get discouraged man
0: <laughs> uh, yeah that's real yeah that's a, i mean i'm laughing i'm laughing as hell right now but that's a good point though because there's been some shit that i've done i'm like yes yeah, this, this is gonna hit and it don't right you know what i mean like the, the audience will like it and it, it, it's not It don't hit the same way so I'm laughing because that is funny as fuck. But um, yeah. I'll find someone to take them four candles off of you. For
1: sure. It's all good. Just we just gonna just let those. It's all right. We might take them to like the flea market
0: or some shit. <laughs> oh shit! I'll get I'll get our people at Maryland, man, to buy it for the uh, for the fall semester for real. <laughs> yeah, oh, that shit funny. Hey, but I want to transition a little bit to your second business, right? The one that you co- co-founded yeah. uh, with Joy, right? Former teammate. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah she's she's my cousin my teammate
0: my best friend like oh, yeah. okay yeah. so, this, this launch I, I saw you do the teaser early jan well late january
1: yeah
0: so y'all were just sitting around be like yo let's let's pop off with some some apparel like how did how did it start oh,
1: you know it's crazy we've been sitting on this for like a year and a
0: half oh wow sitting
1: on it
0: Purpose um, can't wait me i've been telling dang. y'all that
1: I know. I know. And I'm listening, you know, I listen to all these podcasts, you know, I try to feed my mind as much as possible. And, you know, I'm listening to like Gary Vee and he's just like, you know, like why, like, why wait? Like in my mind, I'm like, you know, it's not making any money sitting there. (laughs) Like, you know, you're not, you're not impacting, you're not influencing, you're not doing anything with it, just sitting there. So why are you waiting? There's never going to be the perfect moment to do it. Just do it. Mm -hmm. And if it fails, so what? You go back to the drawing board and you work it out and you do it again because if you're passionate about it and you believe in it, you'll figure out a way to make it work, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, So we've been sitting on it for like a year and a half and it was always okay we're gonna push out the photo shoot because we need to get we need to get in better shape i've been eating bad i don't want to put this out there and i'm just like bro we cannot have a body positive brand and we sit here making feel like we gotta be perfect sure. to, for the picture so yeah. i'm like you know what i don't give a shit about this role like you know they're gonna see this goddamn role and it's gonna be okay yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. um so we just were like one day i was like hey bro like you want to launch this in like two weeks and she's like yeah i'm like all right let's let's have a photo shoot like tomorrow so we we took some pictures and we just got it out there and um but our brand is i'm really big on just um body positivity and being inclusive because finding clothes and um for the for people that are in extended sizes is so difficult and on top of that it is so expensive um because healthy is not a size and that's what people fail to realize there are some very very active people that don't that may not Fit European, you know, Eurocentric standards of what healthy looks like. So the fact that they don't carry things um, in in most brands and most fitness brands above a large um, is very discouraging because the average woman in America right now is a size 14. And you hear that and you're just like, wow, really? That sounds large. But no, because a size 14 looks different on every single person. So um, our brand um, is. And we're, I'm so excited because we just got our first plus size set in last week and that's been doing well on the site. So, um, we're having our full actual launch sometime this summer. Haven't figured, haven't quite figured out the date yet, but, um, cause we're, we want to make sure that the product that we're putting out is like really good, but everything that we have on our site will be from size, you know, extra small or small to a three X because sure. we want to make sure that women can feel confident and feel beautiful when they go to the gym. Um, and it's just it's, it's something that's super important for me, especially as a woman that sh- has struggled with body image her entire life. So yeah, so that's that's kind of where that's where it, what happened with thick fit. No, I love
0: it. Yeah, I love it. Let me have, let me ask you again. It's not your well, it's not your fault. I'm just curious. When you were at what were y'all sponsored by? What brand? Uh,
1: Nike.
0: Nike. And so like, when did where y'all like how did this idea come about? Like, was it because like Nike wasn't fitting right? Wasn't feeling right? Like, how did this even idea manifest?
1: OK, so like I'm like a double whammy because not only am I like a size 12, but I'm also one. <laughs> so, you know, it's um when you go to the store and you go to uh, fast fashion, fast fashion is huge right now. You know, you go to H&M. Forever 21, you know, Zara, all that stuff. And I wanna wear all the cute stuff <laughs> that everybody else is wearing, but it's only up to a size large. And um, you know, it's just like I was just like, man, it is so frustrating that every time I want to go in here and buy this skirt, I gotta go and wait and get it offline and order it. And it cost me 20 extra dollars. And um, where she can go and buy it for $15 at Forever 21 and every single color in the rainbow. But you know, and I can only buy it in black you know, off the Forever 21 site. Um, and now it's going to cost me 35. So, you know, just being in the gym and and um, being active and just realize that like healthy has so many different sizes. And even like when I go back to the doctor, like I'm still considered like, I'm still considered obese and like overweight. I know I'm not obese, like, you know, but according to bmi and eurocentric standards like you know i'm not supposed to be 210 pounds you know i'm supposed to be 185. tim i was 185 when i was in middle school okay <laughs> like i left i went into ninth grade at 185. <laughs> i will never be 185 again if i do hit 185 y'all need to call the police i'm doing drugs okay <laughs> so it's like i will never be that so i just got frustrated <laughs> i wanted to have something that represents you know every woman or a sure. majority like as it, many women as like as many women as i can include sure. so i just do so much research on like all these brands you know all the size inclusive brands and it's so expensive so like um you know it's like 50 60 for a bra and i'm like that is unreal because women that wear a small and a medium can go get a bra for $15. So uh, the biggest thing about our brand is just being inclusive and making it affordable and cute as well. So that's really where it came from. I got tired of trying to go on the internet all the time. I don't want to do that, take too long.
0: Yeah, you ain't, no, you ain't lying. You're not lying, but I appreciate you sharing that story. I think it helps provide some context on, you know, as it relates to the story behind why, why and really how the brand started. Yeah. Uh, but I remember when the, um, the photo shoot happened again, late January, early February. I saw our homie Patrice. Shout out to Patrice. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> my yep. And so, thinking about obviously yourself, Joy, and Patrice, you know, three former student athletes, um, and just given my conversations that I've had with, um, you know, current and former student athletes, and I'm sure, you know, similar to you, there's a lot of conversation around body positivity, right? And body image, especially within the college and professional athletics yeah. um, setting. Um, so thinking about your audience and not having you do a business pitch right now, but like what's your, what's been your relationship like with, you know, current and former student athletes, particularly with, you know, supporting and uh, purchasing your brand?
1: Yeah, it's been really good because most of um actually every single woman in our photo shoot was a former student athlete. So wow. that's the crazy part. So, um yeah, Joy's sister played tennis. And my other friend that was in the photo suit with us, uh, another taller one that was in the back, she played basketball at Rutgers. And oh. we've all seen our body change so much since college. You know, and it's so hard because it's like, especially as a woman, most of the time when you're in college, that's probably one of the best shapes you'll ever be in like um, as far as fitness is concerned as a woman. So you get out and um, you're not working out the same. You might be eating more, and working out less, and your body goes through these changes. You get you're getting older, you know. You're you're you know you might start having kids. You might be more sedentary now. You work in a nine to five. You know they say that nine to five weight hit just like that freshman fifteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know it's um, so it's just like having in, in having women be able to celebrate their bodies. No matter what stage of their fitness journey that they're in, because every single person in that shoe is much heavier now than we were when we were in college. And a lot of my friends in that shoot too were so nervous. And I'm like, no, you are beautiful the way you are. You are healthy. We go and we play pickup together. I know you move your body, <laughs> you know? you. We just don't look the same and it's okay, you know? So um, I want, and I actually have a lot of former student athletes like from um, app that have supported my brand too. And in the, like the brand, you know, the name is Thick Um but it's like, we carry a small. Thick fit is not necessarily like, oh, you have to be thick or fit, um, Eurocentrically fit to be able to wear it. Thick fit is just the title, but it's a body positive, size inclusive brand. Um, so the 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 athletes that we've had support this far have been like really influential to us. And um, a lot of it, uh, we try to post on our Instagram page as well as like some workouts and stuff. But I am mean, really excited for like our real launch when we get um, more of our like sets and stuff out there, because we'll bring in about eight sets um, in June. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Whew. big, big hit to the to the budget <laughs> but uh yeah we're bringing about eight sets to the site that i'm super excited to get out there and just have like so many women of all shapes and sizes feeling confident feeling beautiful um and uh I really want to get some some more student athletes in there that are current student athletes too. Um, Thought about sending out some free promo to some friends that I have that are in the WNBA and just coaches and stuff like that. You know, it's 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 brewing. It's it's getting there.
0: (laughs) Hey, look, and I yell around the corner, dog. You already know. (laughs) And I yell around the corner, man. And I'm already looking at the website too. Like, let me figure out what I don't know what a size eight to ten is. (laughs) i'm about to get this hooded cropped uh sweatshirt yo yeah, okay I mean, okay i got you so i got I'm you like, um, i'm about to look like bad bunny in planet fitness for real <laughs> Nah, but me yeah, you got two businesses right Skull me body works um as well as thick fit um so transition us to segment three how can i but also how can we as a podcast community I best support you in your businesses?
1: i mean just like share comment you know like they say at the end of the youtube videos um that's really it and, and you know you've always supported me and this far I still remember the first time I met you and uh it was at ELS um and you were there and I was like okay I know that's Tim from Twitter (laughs) like you know um so in like it's just been really cool uh this far just to see how our relationship has grown and just to see how much you've been doing this far so I just want to see us both shine and just you know like share comment that's that's really it like just it's really just getting the word out right now like marketing like that's it just it's all and you know how it is too it's all marketing um so that's all I can really ask you know prayers (laughs) so I appreciate I appreciate it we appreciate everything we appreciate it all
0: you know (laughs) now them sets are coming you said in June yo but but you said you were at ELS too yeah Mm -hmm. in 2018 Ooh. like when i was when i was an attendee or like an intern
1: no you were you weren't an attendee you were must have been an intern
0: okay i'm about to say man, yeah yeah is fun but yeah like, is fun. You know <laughs>
1: i'll
0: leave it at that i'll just leave it at
1: that <laughs> what happens in indy stays in indy you know yeah. Yeah,
0: i'll leave it at that like i said um but as we close out is there anything else that you want to share uh mention i encourage others to do
1: um you know, take care of your mental, that's that's really it. Take care of your mental health, man. Be in a place of peace and just, you know, just take it all one day at a time. Don't overwhelm yourself um, with being busy and being booked and busy all the time, you know? We love that saying, but that saying becomes overwhelming when it continues, when it starts to take over your life. And, um, you know, have gratitude. That's
0: that's really it. <laughs> no, nah, that's really like you keep you uh mentioned it on the I am Athlete podcast, such a dope ass podcast. I would say it's number mm, probably two on my list. Okay, what's number one? All the smoke, man. Oh,
1: okay, okay. I gotta start listening to that one. Yeah, I have period planning. Okay, what what they be talking
0: about though? <laughs> Yo, like they just like they got a, a interesting dynamic because like uh Stephen Jackson, he more kind of quiet.
1: He crazy, ain't eh? he?
0: crazy as hell but matt <laughs> barnes crazy, i mean matt barnes crazy too shit
1: yeah. <laughs> oh like, matt, okay okay yeah he crazy like, or...
0: matt matt take the lead on a lot of it because they play together on a uh, we believe team well, <laughs> say it again
1: he's the brandon marshall of all the smoke
0: <laughs> yes okay. yeah, well brandon um, <laughs> brandon's got to be quite a little longer you know what i mean he's got to be quite a little longer but like nah but they got a, a dope dynamic but because of like their um obviously they're advocates of cannabis right in the cannabis industry
1: mm-hmm. like they
0: bring in people that i think that are often either misunderstood and or have not had an opportunity to really share their story okay. in a way that people can just sit and listen it's so like i'm listening they just dropped the episode yesterday with genie bus and i didn't know Jeannie bus and phil jackson dated for 16 years i don't know if you knew that shit
1: no i didn't that was probably oh. before our time
0: <laughs> yeah well they no, they, they broke up the engagement
1: 2016 oh i did not know that <laughs>
0: They had Lamar Odom on last week. good okay. Last episode. Yeah. Yeah. They interviewed Shaq recently. So yeah, they do a good job bringing in people that, like you and Ron Artest. Well, Middle World Peace, whatever his name is now. They brought him in. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it. Yeah, you like it? If you like I Man, the you like that podcast.
1: Okay. Yeah, I gotta give it a listen. I'll be trying to feed my mind and my planning, my first period of planning. You know.
0: <laughs> Telling you, yes, that's a that's a good one. That's a good one. But one day, Walk with Tia B will be on Showtime.
1: Oh, for see. sure. This is this is great.
0: We building up there but me um, again doing research and of course want to read this verbatim uh, but in your twitter bio you mentioned that giving up is never an option when your love is greater than all your fears yeah so we are extremely extremely glad extremely grateful uh, that your love continues to be greater than all of your fears and that you started your businesses but continue to walk in your purpose because our world is better because of it so thank you
1: oh thank you tim that just make my heart smile
0: Keep going, man. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. When you launch that third business, whenever it is. Hey, man, you know, I got a
1: plan. I'm going to seven streams of income. Make a millionaire. You know, you know I'm going next, you know.
0: I'm just hey, only- I, I'll be there to retweet it, y'all. I'm going to start saving your posts. I haven't been doing that. I'm going to start saving everybody's posts. I always retweet or always share it and shit, but I got to do the saving part. Um, but nevertheless, again, thank you, Mia, uh, so much for your time today. Uh, for everyone else, again, make sure that you shit like. Save, share, not just my shit, but also Mia's shit on Instagram and Twitter.
1: Everybody's shit,
0: man. Go buy Mia's shit on Skull Me Body Works as well as on uh, Thick Fit. Buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it, if not for yourself, for someone else. Um, great stuff, especially that peppermint eucalyptus when it comes back. <laughs> just, just text me when it comes back, yo. All
1: right, I got you. I got just you. text me, and
0: I'll make sure that uh, <laughs> the people in the DMV buy them for uh, <laughs> them for peppermint <laughs> or the four pumpkin spikes. <laughs>
1: You're right <laughs> just we've got to take them to a yard sale so we just gotta
0: let them go <laughs> hey yo i don't like the pumpkin scent i, so I would have probably bought one but
1: I, uh, I thought it was gonna be a hit <laughs> that shit was a flop but it's okay
0: <laughs> that shit in my day oh <laughs> uh, but yeah go like our shit go buy me and stuff um, and again continue to listen continue to rate continue to review but also share the podcast uh, within your community I look forward to having more in-filter conversations with millennial leaders since our education, sport, and culture as we continue the Buy Black season. Uh, but until then, welcome. <music>